when we're crying and we're down there, we're labeled as, oh, she's so sensitive or she's crazy. She's crazy. She's turning literally crazy. And I don't want to have to do anything with these emotions. Mm -hmm. um, so if that's the norm, then I'm going to call BS on that norm, because this is not how we human beings are supposed to live. Like we're supposed to experience all of these um, let's say different angles of our our life and our emotion because if we don't know what what feeling crikey feels like we also don't know what really feeling happy and fulfilled looks like welcome girls to the get up girl podcast where we are making you live your fullest and fun life my name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, girls. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. How is your new year going? As I record this, it is January 20th. And for me, in my world, my world has shifted so much. And a lot of it has to do with these 30-day challenges that I'm doing. And I am really coming to terms with that. I'm doing this for me right? And I invite you all to join me. There is really something about showing up every day at the same time and really committing to that fear of like, oh my gosh, and the the continuousness of it, getting bigger, getting out of my smallness. I invite you to join me. And in February, I'm changing up the 30-day challenge. I'm not sure yet. You can go to my Instagram DM me and let me know what you would like. I'm also going to be taking a poll and you can vote there what you would like me to focus on. I'm thinking about journaling, maybe another book. Gosh, so many things that I would like to create in my world and I invite you in. If you're interested, if that lights you up, please text the word challenge to me at 323-524-9857. If you missed it, swipe up and you can go ahead and look at the show notes. The phone number will be in there. Also, you can go to my Instagram and press the word text and it just boom pops up on your phone. And how does it get any easier and more fun than that? Let's jump into the show. One of my favorite people on this planet, is that even correct? One of my favorite people, persons, whatever, who cares? You don't need to know how to learn how to spoke to have your own podcast. Uh, but I, I got to talk to Suzanne Perchel. And I always hope I, I'm like, girl, did I butcher your last name? But So she is a former ballerina. She grew up dancing and really studying dance, hardcore you know, and uh, not the way I did it, right? You know, I kind of just took ballet, but I mean, she was really committed to ballet. And now what she does is she has her own podcast called Point to Rise and her coaching and Facebook group for dancers and creatives that are looking for a different possibility when it comes to having to be perfect in the dance world and in creativeness and all the dancers out there, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. You have to be perfect. Everybody has to look exactly the same. Cookie cutter, cookie cutter, cookie cutter. The 
rocket. Oh my gosh, what is it called? Um, oh my God, it's it's escaping me in the New York Times. The rocket, <laughs> the rockets. Oh my gosh, just like the rockets, they all look exactly the same. That's very much the dance style. So Suzanne and I talk about different possibilities. If you're not a dancer, don't tune out. It's not really about that. And we talk about arguing for our limitations. Ooh, girls, man. And why we do this, why I think we do this. And I think we do it because we want to be right. And so we would rather argue for something that is so not going to help us and create more for our lives, but we just want to be right so darn badly. Please listen in. And here is your chat with Suzanne Purcell. Welcome, Suzanne, to the Get Up Girl podcast. I am so incredibly excited to have you. How are you today, girl? Oh, honey, I'm so good. I'm so happy to see you. As I am to see you. Now, if you're not watching this live and you're listening to the podcast, she has a a thing behind her head that says dream, freaking love it, and dance and all kinds of fun things. So if you want to see what it looks like, you know, go to our my Facebook page and you can see it there. Suzanne and I met a year ago, actually, like as of right now, well, maybe even longer. And she and I, with her husband, were in this mastermind with Chris and Lori Harder. And if you're not familiar, find them on Instagram. And we met in that group. And what a pivotal moment for me in that like so many takeaways, right? That just kind of, you know, when your life's going in one way and then you just take a fork in the road, you're going left or right. And that was that mastermind for me, Suzanne. But I do want to tap into because the get up girl is all about how to get back up and using the, the uncliche tools that are not working anymore. And I'm like, am I the only one that felt like I hit a a cap and go, okay, I've done all the the seminars, I've done all the books and I'm still miserable. With that being said, mm. I want to talk about how to get back up and how to create our life with new stories. Mm. Now, you said that this is coming into your universe right now. So tell us all about that. Oh my gosh, side note, <laughs> Suzanne, I didn't even introduce you, but I'll do it in the intro, but <laughs> you're a ballet dancer. Yeah. So she's been a ballet dancer forever. A little background on her, but okay, but let's go into the stories. Oh my gosh, Jen, there's so much to it. Um, I think if I would have known what it means that I have to get back up when I was a dancer, um, I would have never, <laughs> never, ever set foot into self-development because I have to say it all. You gotta do it. Not, not, not that I had not experienced like total crashes and bankruptcy and losses prior to that. But I have to say that I was so much more able to to work my way through it and navigate through through what was given to me with exploring who I am and who am I becoming. And and um, when we're we're talking about dancers, right, like dancers have to be perfect, like you just have to be perfect. You get out of your training and you have to be perfect on stage at rehearsals every single time. There is no progress available to you by like society that's just what i lived through from for my entire career and when we're putting us ourselves into that kind of a um box into that living in that story you don't have room to grow at all like you have to be ready and done and finished and i've learned that there is never 
ever a finish to me. I can like fall down like to the bottom of the Chesapeake and I can grow back up to wherever I want to go because I'm capable of that. And I am not even judging myself that I'm nothing because I'm struggling right now. And that was when we're talking about lowering Chris's mastermind. I mean, that that mastermind was one of the pivotal moments for me to, again, to reach a different level in my life. Amen. Suzanne, when you fell, you were talking about that. Hmm. I don't even want to go to what it was. I'm not getting that right now. What I'm getting at is, what were you feeling at that moment? I've been having these conversations lately where, Suzanne, I thought it was normal, literally, for everybody to feel miserable, to want to die, to want to choose death, that Mm -hmm. like that was going to be easier than living. Mm -hmm. And I'm discovering that that is not with everybody's reality. And I thought everybody lived in that reality okay what was it like for you when you fell so i can relate to to both like i've been so far down that i thought the only way out is to actually take my life and um i i couldn't i i could not do it because i was too much of a of a flourishing soul but what what was it you know what I, I think um, not looking at the the being down in the bottom and and not I don't know how to say that if you're if you're down there and you think you're not allowed to feel what you need to feel is I think that's the difference like you cannot get out of it if you don't like cry ugly on the floor for days and days without any judgment. Oh, if you judge the hell out of you through it, it's going to be that much harder to get out of it rather than like I'm throwing a tantrum. This looks like hell right now. And so be it. Oh, girl. Yes. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with looking and feeling like crap. You need to let those emotions out, right? Like that's energy and motion that needs to flow through you. And if you are, pushing it down it will stay in your body actually and will just come back tenfold and you don't even know why and how in situation that maybe trigger you and and you just have to do all of this un- unlayering and rototilling of a, all of these old emotions that have stored in yourself so my learn is let it all out right now like you're you're not you're not where you are at or you don't want to be down in that ugly kind of feeling, well, guess what? Enjoy it because your way is up and the only way up is by feeling it and allowing it. Do you think that in this reality, and again, when I say this reality, I'm talking about quote unquote normal, what is Mm. normal on this planet, that we are not allowed or celebrated to feel anything else other than happiness? Even so if it's fake. when you say normal, because I find particularly in the dance world, that is something that and maybe even as women, as us, as women, we have to always put the smile on and be there and shiny. And we're not when we're crying and we're down there, we're labeled as, oh, she's so sensitive or she's crazy. She's crazy. She's turning literally crazy. And I don't want to have to do anything with these emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
if that's the norm, then I'm going to call BS on that norm because this is not how we human beings are supposed to live. Like we're supposed to experience all of these, um, let's say, different angles of our, our life and our emotion because if we don't know what, what feeling crikey feels like, we also don't know what really feeling happy and fulfilled looks like. So therefore, that. Right. all out, right? Ecstasy and oh, orgasmic life. Right, right. And so many of us are just like cruising on that really, really safe um, street Trump. and highway where there are no turnoffs. And we're just like, this is safe here. It's comfortable. And I'm going to stay here because nobody really sees me and I'm safe. Wow. I lived in that on that highway for many, many years, thinking that I was doing what I was supposed to do as a good girl, as a good daughter, as a good mm -hmm. sister, as a good et cetera, as a good girlfriend. And I'm like, this sucks. And Suzanne, really, you know, how many years have I been on this planet? And it's falling in love with all of me, all of my pieces, all of my prettiness, all of my ugliness, all of the darkness, all of the light. All of the gray, the white, the purples, the yellows. But for so long, I tried to be one color, one way. And what if we're all of it? Like we're really, really all of it. And to have bursts of tantrum throwings. I'm like, why can't I throw a tantrum? That two-year-old can throw a tantrum. I would love to throw a tantrum. And like you said, they're just going to come out in different yeah. ways. They can come out in a gazillion different ways. And thank God I didn't choose death so many years ago because right. it did seem easier. I hope mm -hmm. that death would be so much easier so than living on that highway that you're talking about because living on that highway was not fun. Hmm. You, you said that we're allowed to be all the colors and I totally agree. I, I don't know if you remember, but um, you did this podcast on and oh yeah girl that's oh, your God. word for the year and and it is so it is so freeing that we as women we don't have to be that one thing that i think um in untamed that book has completely opened my eyes to around hey we've been taught all of these things that we have to be as a good girl as a good woman as a good wife as a good even leader like, why can't you just break the, not break the, yeah, break the norm, break your norm, break your stories that you have made up in your head or somebody else has made up in your, in you and, and questioning them. Like, you're not going to be able to break through them right away, but questioning them. Do I really have to do it this way? Questioning. Yes. Questions. It's so important to. Like even things that have been working for so many years, start questioning them. Is that really still working or is it just comfortable? Am I really getting the most out of it or am I just cruising on that highway and follow? What else is possible for our lives that we I haven't have even considered? We haven't even thought of because we've been on that highway. So you haven't seen any other strips of land because you've been on that highway. So what else is possible? Exactly. What, what if I took this off ramp here? I wonder what's there. I wonder. Oh, Suzanne, so good. What are some of the stories that you are telling or have told? 
because there's probably some now that you're like, oh, they come up and you're going, oh, that's interesting. They're almost like weeds. <laughs> you kill one and then Ooh, another one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's an interesting story. Wow. <laughs> what are some of yours? So the big one, the, the overbearing one is that I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of success. I am not worthy of being seen. I am not worthy of love. I am not worthy of money. I am not worthy of giving love. Do you hear the actual I am not worthy or is it like the essence of it? Um, do I hear the, um, I wouldn't say I hear it. What I, what comes in for me is that that feeling of, I'm just going to stay over here where it is really safe, where nobody can see me because they're going to they're gonna shut me down anyways because I'm not worthy of being seen. Hmm. So that's the, it's, it's more, it's more of a feeling that, that centralized in my stomach. Like I want to, I just, I'm just going to go throw up right now. And, and then I'm worthless anyway. And then I'm showcasing that I'm not strong and therefore my story that I have made up around not being worthy of anything has yet again come true. True. Yeah. You're creating that truth from that going, okay, I'm going to argue for my limitations. Oh, make my story yes. right. oh my gosh. I think those, those, this sentence is like the mind boggling, the most, um, truest sentence out there we all are arguing for our limitations over and over and over again and we're putting that energy into the things that we can't and shouldn't we're so cute yeah, we're so, cute. so bright all the time <laughs> versus to just like what if you know we're putting so much into other people's um observations and and um not arguments, but what they think of us mm -hmm. that that we forget of ourselves and what we want and who we could be if we actually stopped arguing for our limitations. I think, or I'm aware, I know that we argue for our limitations because Suzanne, in the long run of life, we just want to be right. So we'd rather be right and argue for our limitation. Because if we didn't have to argue for it, if you told me, Joanna, you're you're so worthy, and I had nothing to argue to tell you, no, Suzanne, I'm not worthy, then I'm now wrong because it makes you right. Mm. Like, what? We're so funny. Like, yeah, Suzanne, you're right. And we get if we get rid of the right and wrong, this is such a right and wrong reality planet. Right, wrong, left, right, good, bad, you know, naughty, nice. It's exhausting. And what if that's where the end comes in? Oh, what yeah. if I'm naughty and I'm nice? What if I'm good and I'm evil? And what if, Suzanne, power can be all of it? I've been on this kick lately about power. Hmm. What is power? Oh, my gosh. Right, Suzanne, it's like freaking mind-blowing. What is power? Because I have so many stories right. about what power is. Like, what story do you have what power looks like? Oh, um, power means manipulating people. That is definitely one of the stories that I always told myself in, in seeing people misusing their power. Um, 
What other stories around power? Never wanted to have power because I have such a bad story around it. Because when I see people being in power, they do bad things with it. Hmm. Do you see how many stories we can go on and probably oh, yeah. write a gazillion on this piece of paper, a gazillion things of power is this, power is that, power is this. And what if power is also and the other side? You know what? I think power can be whatever we make out of it. Heck yes. Heck yeah. Because we are in charge, right? Yes. And that's what I'm in curiosity about. 2021 for me is all about like, what is power? What is it? What if a fire-breathing dragon bitch, Joanna, that I choose is power? And then what if really sweet, gentle, soft, loving Joanna is power? What if it's all power? And I think when I'm trying to not be power, Suzanne, is when I go on that highway. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because I'm afraid of this energy or that energy or whatever it is. So let me stay even keeled. And what if power is all of it? What if I can walk in and smile and wink? And that's power. And I wonder if women, we think power has to be manipulation and the bitch energy. And what if it's actually gentleness? Do you know, I, I, I fully agree that's what that's another story that I have around power, particularly around powerful women. This is why I, for the longest time, was so afraid of women and wouldn't even surround myself with women. Right. Because, right? That was another story. <laughs> I had another story. Because <laughs> whenever I saw women that I thought were powerful, I also discovered the way they got there. And that was for me not a nice way like you could still see all the knives that were in in the backs of other people and i i still feel sometimes with with a particular certain kind of woman that i get a knife between my shoulder blades right right away because we can be um very competitive as as this is what i ex experienced in the world that i was in it was always about you know mm. how can i push this person down to to rise myself up yeah yeah. And, but that's not the power. The power lays in us locking arms. The power lays in, you know, taking, letting, letting somebody else fly on your wings when they need help. The, the power is in us joining our energies. Wow. I just had like a boom moment in my head, Suzanne, when you were talking about your ballet days and knocking other, another woman down so that you can get her part, mm. whatever that looked like. Was that really power? I wonder. I don't, I, I call BS. I call that fear. I call that scarcity. I don't think that's power. But what I'm saying is what I'm aware of is that we've labeled power. We've given it this definition of something I think is completely different. And what if another possibility of how to get back up is to redefine or not even define, that's not the energy I would like to use, but just like change and flip the word power upside down and just go, blah, 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 blah. here's a new reality, right? Because in order to create a reality, it's two people to agree on something and now it makes it true. Mm -hmm. What if 
I'm like, in my little world, Joanna, power means something completely different than what it means to everybody else. And what can I create with that? That's what I've been really curious about this year. How can I make power just like something completely opposite than what reality and I hope everybody gets what I'm saying. Reality makes it true and solidified because now it's solid. And I think power is in the li- liquidity mm. instead of in the solid. So I'm going to back up a little bit. I, I fully agree with when you say it is liquid. It is in everything. It flows. It ebbs and flows, right? It's not a static thing. Mm. So what came up for me when you said this was that when we're looking at power as something bad, we also denying ourselves our own power. Ooh, that's good. And with denying ourselves our own power we are cruising on that highway and we will never ever completely live out our potential and i i so agree i am so done with being vanilla or riding on that highway um and therefore it is so important that we rewrite that story of power because power is great when you see it as something great And then you will allow yourself to unleash your power as well. I heard the other day this quote, what if your wrongness is your strongness? Oh, I have goosebumps. What if your wrongness is your strongness? Oh, Suzanne, for so long, I was on that highway for so long, years and years and years. And I was afraid to get off because Mm -hmm. I always knew I was a little different. And if I get off, they're going to see that I'm different and wrong. So if I'm on this highway, I'm right. And it's been like boom after boom after boom in 2020 of like, Joanna, yeah, you are effing different and good. Yay. Really? Okay. Next person, you know, oh my gosh. Yes, Joanna, you are different. That's why we love you. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And for so long, I'm like trying and trying and trying to be vanilla, even though (laughs) So not. And I didn't even know I was doing it, Suzanne. That's the funny thing, right? No, I didn't even know I was on that highway. I really, truly, Suzanne thought I was on a different highway. And I sinned. So what if we say that actually being ourselves, our true self, is our superpower? Amen to the 10th degree. Yes. Right? The weirdness is the freaking superpower. Yeah. That power, that potency is actually the superpower. I was having this conversation, Suzanne, about what if all the people that are walking around on this planet that are the weirdos and there are the ones that are like struggling, et cetera, are actually the superheroes walking around Mm -hmm. like Clark Kent trying to fit in. And that's, I'm like, that's what, who I am. I'm the superhero but I've been Clark Kent with those glasses for so long. And I wonder if I could be Clark Kent as a superpower as well, not to hide, but actually he used it as power, his Clark Kent. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying, Suzanne? Yeah. Like what if you choose vanilla, Suzanne, but in order to create more, don't, I wonder if not, choose. I wonder if choosing it because you're afraid or choosing it because it's going to create more. Well, it all depends on your intention, right? Like everything, every outcome 
that we want to see is is definitely dependent on the intention of our actions that are so if you're choosing to not stand out in order to be seen more at the end of mm. wherever you want to go um make your way find your way you know it it doesn't matter what everybody else has done before if you're not if you're not a I don't want to say freak, but if you're if you don't think you're standing out, then just I have learned so much about being myself and what that looks like and exploring all sides of me in my 40s that I've never done before because I always tried to be somebody that everybody else needed me to be in order to function. And I I think that with every every rock bottom that voice of find yourself became louder and louder and louder and the rock bottoms happened over and over again because i hadn't done my work mm. the getting back up kept happening yeah. yeah and it was even after we finished um the last round of the mastermind i mean you were in that spot and i was in that spot too like i had never felt <laughs> So crappy and for no reason like I didn't no I was the, in that room going what <laughs> why am I here <laughs> how did I make it here who, who got me here oh I remember that and I also remember how quickly you were able because of the power of these 49 other people that surrounded you and held you in that moment where you needed it the most helped you to rise back up so freaking quickly that I I was like, actually, it's like, how did she do that? Like, that's not possible. Suzanne, you know I mean? when, when I try to explain that story of like what happened in that room and what was going on, it, what a pivotal moment. I don't, I don't think one can understand it if you're not, if you never have been in that in that situation, I remember going to Lori's Bliss Project in 2018. And despite the fact that I was scared out of my mind of like 499 other women. Wait, you went to 2018 and I did. So that was our first one together. Okay, you and I were both in there together with our eyes like, what the hell do we And all of these women encouraging me? Yeah, what? and they're all gorgeous. And they're all gorgeous, gorgeous. and they all have six packs. The cutest workout outfits, and you're all nice. What's I, wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? And I'm pretty sure they're lying. I'm pretty sure they're yeah. not. It's not the truth. <laughs> and I remember Lori saying, this event will change your life. And I, again, found myself, it's like, uh, that's just a marketing tool. Um, this is just, you know, she has to say that. All of that, all of these stories. Versus leaning We're in coming up. and asking the question, but what if? What if? And Suzanne, here's the thing. When she, Lori said that, I thought she was talking about the content. It had nothing to do with the content. Because that content I have done a million times at Tony Robbins and everything, it didn't matter. That mm -hmm. was irrelevant. It was being in that room with those women. That was the change. That, that was the mirror I in my face. Right. I had done a gazillion workshops. Mm. This one was different. 
So I hadn't. I had just oh wow, girl, podcasts and <laughs> like it was always on my wish list. But you know who does that boo boo stuff? And <laughs> I am not worthy of discovering more. Like yeah. I don't need to. Well, I'm I want to acknowledge you for that being your first one because that was even a lot for me. <laughs> um, and I was levitating. Whoa out of that like my kids said after like who who who's she who are you damn um and my life completely changed after that even though i didn't want like i all of all of the people do you do you remember and i'm sorry everybody but we have to get into this um when she asked us the question who are the people that do not belong into your life anymore and i have never ever heard that question in my life prior to to the bliss project and i was like oh and I didn't even have to think. The people just came in and I got home and exactly those people just fell off. And here I was like, easier. nobody else. It's like, I didn't do the work, Lori. Yeah. What did I do wrong? <laughs> you and know? Like, what a right? gift. What a gift. And it all happened. I knew I had to move. But I didn't take any action. So the universe took action for me. Um, I knew I had to part ways with a business partner and I didn't take action. So she took action. How does it get easier than that? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Isn't that interesting how we think it's supposed to be hard and do all this work and it actually just works out for us? But isn't that a story too, Joanna, that we hear from the, the... Hard work. Yep. No pain, no gain. All yeah. up to like a gazillion of cliches of you got to work hard. What if it's actually freaking easy? Right. And and let's, let's just go into like even as a woman, as, you know, a, a mother, as a business owner, as a dancer, mm. you have to suffer in order to be successful. And that's, you know what? Yeah, I, I hear that we have to put in our work. And I, I also understand that there might be some sacrifices that for other people seem like a sacrifice. But for me in particular, it's not because I know exactly where I want to go and I know exactly what I want to be. And I'm going to put every single ounce into that. So therefore, it's not a sacrifice for me. Okay. Yeah. But with having that, oh, maybe I'm not working hard enough and I still have that story in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Girl, right? Right? I like, had a story, Suzanne, that if I went to the beach during Monday through Friday, during nine to five, that I am a whatever bad person. I am not a hard worker. And, not, and I remember going to Venice Beach in Los Angeles, California during a Wednesday, maybe 10 years ago, and being so angry at people that were there like happy just walking around i had these thoughts and stories that i'm thinking in my head they should be working they should be working what are mm -hmm. they doing here and then i'm like what am i doing here whoa whose thoughts were those these, wow. stories, these stories that i had so interesting so for you yours was i'm not worthy mine was hard work oh my gosh i've done and I don't want to call it work. I get the energy of the work. We just call it work, but it's like also homework. I like to call it home play or just play. I've been playing with this. 
Mm. I've been playing with this for 10 years or 15 years. Now, girl, look at me. I'm at home kicking it, talking to you. This is work. Or this is play. But not really. Yeah, I, but not really. Exactly. Yeah. Gosh. And how does it get easier so that I can just keep playing and it doesn't have to be so damn difficult? That was my story. Do you know what I realized that whenever I actually accomplished something in my life, it was darn easy. Like it just, it just like, like, for me. Like whenever I tried to push and to um, oh, make and do and <laughs> upstream, like yeah, the canoe is going against the river. Come on. It's like, uh, yeah, why don't you just turn around the canoe and kick back? Yeah. Oh. And just like let it come and listen and have faith and enjoy and just because yet again that story that we've been curating and putting our belief into without questioning it is why we all just you know trying to get those stones uphill basically amen suzanne you said it you hit the nail on the head all my thing, I'm like, everything comes to my life so easily. Like, and it's the shame. Mm. So now my new thing is playing with shame. What is shame? Because what I'm aware of, Suzanne, is that if we don't have shame as humans, then there's something wrong with us. Meaning, because who doesn't have shame? And it really, let's get serious. Not serious, but you get what I'm saying. Psychopaths. Somebody or a psycho killer that kills somebody that has no shame, no remorse, they're missing something in their brain. Mm -hmm. So they're crazy. So we're taught if we have shame, then we're not crazy. So if I feel guilty for it, then I'm a good human. Isn't that interesting? Oh, oh my gosh. Boom, right? Boom, boom. Kind of ring boom. Keeps us safe though, right? It's a safe, <laughs> it keeps us on that highway. And because if what if we really had no shame, hmm. then we would How have no we, we would have nothing to keep us uh, thinking about and distracted with. And now we feel like we're a good human because we feel guilty. For example, here's another story. Ice cream is bad for you. It will make you fat. Like there's another story, right? So if I eat the ice cream, but if I feel shame after it, Suzanne, and guilty, then I'm okay. Really better. <laughs> then it's okay. I can't. You get what I'm saying? What if you just eat the damn ice cream and it is pleasurable and you freaking love it and that's it? But we're, again, that's another story. If I feel shame after, then it makes all the eating of the ice cream okay. Do you see the craziness? I was like, whoa, that's interesting. I heard, I've been playing with this lately. Hmm. What if I had, what is the possibility in Joanna's world with no shame and guilt? Endless, isn't it? Endless. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm like at 1% of playing with it. I'm like, whoa, what if I'm at 100? No shame or guilt of what something is supposed to look like. You know, I just recently learned that there was a thick thick layer of shame actually stuck in me that that has helped me where i was for for years and years and years and having that epiphany and the awareness and the the, the possibility to release it, it mind blowing mind blowing 
That's our word today, mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. I heard Christine Hassler say the other day, a miracle is just a change of perspective. (sighs) And speaking of mind-blowing, right? So we all, regardless what rock bottom we are at right now or how badly we want to get up, all it really takes is a change of perspective to create your own miracle. Like regardless of what anybody says, maybe a miracle should be. Like we can all create our own miracles by just changing our perspective on certain things. Like even rock bottoms, you know. I um, I don't want to say I welcome them, but I do not fight them anymore. Yes. And I'm just like, okay, I'm in that season. I'm going to stay here until I'm healed. And then I know I'm going to get out of it so much stronger. And I have to say, I wish I would have had that knowledge even 10 years ago. Suzanne, when you say that you're not welcoming it, but is it the energy of you're able to receive it Mm. now? Yes. Yes. And being okay, like not judging myself around it, you know, saying that, oh, I'm a bad person because I feel down or because I'm not the cheerleader right now. I'm not happy. Like, God damn it. You don't have to be happy. Like who says you have to be happy all the time? A lot of people. A lot of people. I was in a past partnership and seriously, the belief was if I'm not happy, this is not a good relationship. And I'm like, I have to be happy all the time. Okay. And I bought it. I bought it. (laughs) Oh, Okay. Well, other women are happy all the time. Well, hey, go have fun with them because that is not who I am. <laughs> and show me that woman that is happy all the time. Well, I mean, show me her. Wow, she's a real unicorn. I thought I was a unicorn. <laughs> well, you are a unicorn, darling. <laughs> but like, not the happy unicorn. The, yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 the, no, all of it. Like, yeah. yeah, I can choose fire breathing bitch. And I could be sweet. Like love all of me. No, I can only love you if you're like this. Oh my gosh. I'm not a robot. And I'm this and I'm that. Oh gosh. Hmm. Unconditional. But then that spark you to actually explore more of you and, and really figuring out that you are and Heck yeah. What a gift. And I, I know I'm talking about this past relationship and there's really actually no charge with it. I'm just kind of you know, bringing yeah. it up using this because before there was charge, there was a lot of charge. It was like, right. And it's like letting that go and using these stories though, as tools to help other people. And I forgot my train of thought. Maybe it wasn't that important, but whatever you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Whenever I lose my train of thought, maybe it was important. I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say something. You were saying that it was a gift for oh. you to to actually experience that. Maybe not in the moment, but in hindsight. Such a gift, Suzanne. So many booms. I'm so incredibly grateful for that partnership. Mm. So incredibly grateful. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, I just have so much appreciation and admiration and love and gratitude and mm, for that. Because it did. And I was right in the midst when I met you in Mm. that. That was like, and I remember telling Chris, the person that we were talking about that we're in the mastermind of like, you met me at my darkest. Like it was like the dark. But I, like you said at the beginning of this chat, 
you're like, I chose. Thank God I didn't choose something else because I was in the pivotal, like, man, I want to choose something else. But I knew there was something, something else of a possibility. So now, wow, what a gift, Suzanne, mm-hmm. of being able to receive all of it. But I couldn't receive it back then. No. So fighting it. I was just trying to survive. And now I'm like, oh, you could, we can still receive from things that have happened in the past. Like, can I receive more from that relationship? Because now I can see things differently that I couldn't see then. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think if we look at all our rock bottoms that way, and even, you know, maybe the rock bottom is over per se. Yes. But, or no, not but. And there's more to learn from it. I love that, Suzanne. <laughs> and not the but. Yes, girl. I love you. You know what? I just had like an aha. I'm like, I would love uh, uh, these interviews that I'm doing on the Get Up Girl. I've been asking questions of like, you know, what can these be and where are these going, et cetera, that kind of energy. And so I just had an aha talking to you right now. I'm like more of these where there's no interview, quote unquote, questions. We are just not just we are chatting. And what else? And what else? And this has been such a contribution. I hope everybody, wow, what have you received from this? We're talking about the mind-blowing booms. How many booms? Those are what I love. I love when I'm listening to something, Suzanne, and there's like a boom and a boom and a boom. What was your boom from today overall? You brought back Stop Arguing for Your Limitation. I heard it like a week ago, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to. This is, I am that person that loves arguing for her limitation um and for me this year is all about freedom not necessarily in the um commercial way of what we consider as freedom as in the united states we're fighting for our freedom Mm -hmm. but the freedom to let go of everything that isn't serving me anymore to to fly high and to let go of my limitations because I know I'm here to do much much more and the only reason that I'm afraid of doing it is because I am arguing still to prove myself I'm not worthy and to prove that you're right exactly and to prove that I'm right yes when I'm right <laughs> see I told you so See? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm worthy. Or yeah. now. <laughs> no. I'm worthy because I'm right. It's like, we're so cute. Yeah, it's so <laughs> cute. And See? I don't want that anymore. Yeah. Oh, I love that we can laugh about it. It just makes it light and airy rather than it's like, oh, I got to fight for it. Like, yep, you're right. <laughs> you know, I fought so many years in a studio every day to overcome my 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 pain and my my tiredness and my being out of breath and and the the not good enough and I, you shouldn't be here all of these stories that have been you know put onto my shoulders and i came to the conclusion that i am done fighting for something for somebody else's approval i am so freaking done with that i'm like i'm going to give my myself the approval to shine the brightest that I can, regardless if I'm ugly crying on the floor or am I sitting here totally lit up chatting with you? Like all of it is me. 
Wow. Mind blown. And, and I know you're... If anybody would have told me last year that I would ever be talking like that, I would have said, oh, you're out of your mind. Not this girl. No. Crazy, you, you airy fairy. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I know your words, you have two, right? We have freedom and fun for oh, 2021. Yeah. I love that. And I'm so glad that you chose your words as well. Yeah. And freedom. One of my girlfriends had the word freedom in 2016. And we're still four or five years later, receiving her word with her and from four, four or five years ago. Right. And I see that as my words, like they go with me as mm -hmm. I move on. And I wonder, Suzanne, where you'll be in 2025 with the word freedom going, oh, remember in 2021, Right. It's I see them as children. We give birth to these words. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Doesn't it feel yeah. like you give birth? Totally. It's like you choosing your next child. Like quite honestly, like as a mom, I can totally attest to that. Abundance was my 2020 word. And she's just alongside right here. And yes. fun are are right here. So we're all going hand in hand. And she's growing and we're nurturing this one. And it's, it's your North Star. It's something that you never will leave out of your sight if you put it in for yourself. And I, I didn't choose those words. They came to me. They just mm -hmm. literally appeared. It's like, okay, that's what it is. This is what I'm going to work, not going to work on, but this is my North Star. This is my vision. I and love that you said that. I can completely see your little family of words. Yeah, you know, we're, we're a lot. Yeah. Big family, right? And they go with you. And like you said, this one's one year. Oh, this one's two. Wow. That was my, I was right now. I could totally see it. Now I could see mine walking with me. I never, almost like, you know, they have those vans and then the back of the vans on a car, it has the little stickers with the mom, dad, and the kids. That's how I see mine. And add a kid every time. Yes. yes, you add a kid and you add your word. That's what I totally saw. And that's my van my little minivan as a mom and all my words. There you go. You should totally do that on your car. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> that crazy lady. She named her kid and. Yeah. Hey, Who does that? Some celebrity in Hollywood will probably name their kid and. I love it. And come here. Who? <laughs> Suzanne, I love you. Uh, well, where can everybody find you? Please let us know. Uh, and how can we work with you? Okay, so you can find me under uh, at Suzanne Prochelle on Instagram and also on my um, Empowerment Society page, which is under Point to Rise, which really um, dives into the arts and entertainment world and empowers them to rise up no matter where they're at. Um, I launched a gear for particularly dancers for, you know, empowering yourself and the girl behind you. Mm -hmm. um, that you can find under pointerise.ca and my website where you can find how you can work with me. I just DM me. Mm -hmm. That is like my favorite um, part of doing what I'm doing now to actually connect with people. I recently launched a podcast and that is like the next best thing because I love having conversations. Yes. And I get to have a, a lot of them with having a podcast. So is the podcast also called Point to Rise? Yeah. Great. Point to Rise is the brand and everything and anything is under Point to Rise. 
And point is with an E at the end. Oh, yes. Point you. Just in case you can't find it. Yeah. And that's her Facebook group. And that is the free open one on Facebook, yes. right? Okay, got it. So, but if you want to join that group, please join that. Now, is this only for dancers or all kinds of creatives? Oh, all kinds of creative. It's because I, you want to talk about limitation quickly here? I thought that I'm only here to serve dancers, but the more and more I'm exploring that, we're all we're all creatives in some sort of way, right? Yeah. And yes, I know the dance world inside out. I, I have been in there for 26 years. I know what it looks like. But artists are artists and creatives yeah. are creatives. And, and what speaks to dancers speaks to everybody that's creative. So if you're in a world of creativity or you find yourself stuck in that world, come on over to the community. Um, I'm in there every day. It's Point to Rise. And you can find how to get in there on on my um, website. Yeah, we'll have that in the show notes as well. Everything that you just said. And Suzanne, I love and adore you. This was such a contribution to me. Like, thank God I have this, right? Because then I, so I wonder for me, I wonder for you and for everybody listening, walking away from this conversation, what did we receive? Wow. And what can we keep receiving from this conversation a year from now and looking, going, hmm. Wow. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And everybody listening, please follow Suzanne on Instagram. Go to her Facebook group, Point to Rise. And until next time, remember to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.